We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Welcome to church one more time. My friend, you are blessed in the name of Jesus. I am so excited about my topic today, my message series this month. I am very excited about them and I know that God Almighty is going to bless you with it and I know that your life will never be the same again. Hallelujah. Hey, it's the first Sunday of the month and we call this month our month of thanksgiving. Yes, I know the year may have been tough for you, my friend, but listen, you are alive you are well. The hand of God has sustained you. Listen, I know that the year may not have gone the way you wanted it to go, but at the end of the day, God spared your life and you are still here. God has given you enough grace, enough strength, enough power, enough energy to see the next year. And I know that next year has a lot in stock for you and God will bring you into a great recovery in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now what I have, what I'm going to teach you today, I have tagged thanks for what? And we are going to be looking at the power of appreciation. All right. So I want you to pay particular attention to this message series. Now the, the, um, what I will call the framework of thanksgiving, which I'm going to be taking you through today, is something that has blessed me immensely. It's something that has moved me forward in my endeavor in life. It's something that has opened me up to realms of miracles, realms of science, and realms of wonders. And so today, I am going to be teaching you like your father that I am, your pastor that I am. So we are going to be talking heart to heart. Praise the Lord. Now let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the life of everyone here under the sound of my voice. Lord, I thank you for sparing their lives. Father, I thank you, Father, for upholding them. I thank you for upholding their testimony. Lord, I pray, O oh Lord, today that your hand, O oh God, will visit with them in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God, that you will minister to someone here under the sound of my voice. Let there be an a, 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 a aha moment today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and we say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Thanks for what? That's what we are going to be looking at throughout this message series. And um, particularly today we'll be looking at the power of appreciation. Now, we take our text from Luke chapter 17, verses, 9, verses 11 through 19. And we'll be talking to you as a father speaks to his children. And I pray that the lessons I have learned or, um, over the years, that God will use this message series to transmit them into your life so that you will come into the realm and dimensions of God that I have enjoyed in living through these this, uh, messages. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off. 
And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice, glorified God. And he fell on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. If that's your Bible, mark it, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. The Bible says, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this man, this foreigner? And he said, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Praise the Lord. Jesus was actually expecting 10 of them to return to give him thanks. But only one returned to give him thanks. Listen very carefully, my friend. At a time like this, you probably, like, like most people, be looking at this year and be asking yourself, thanks for what? One of my spiritual daughters sent, um, humorously sent um, a, a, a joke uh, to us uh, not, not too long ago. And uh, she was saying that, you know what, this, the way this year has gone, uh, she's not quite keen to move her clock one hour backwards because she's had enough of 2020. And so in a moment like this, you may be looking at, maybe looking at the year and look at how, looking at how the year has gone for you and be asking yourself, thanks for what? In other words, what should I be grateful to God for? In other words, what should I thank him for? In other words, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to 2021. I cannot wait to forget 2020. Listen very carefully. I want to speak to you as a man speaks to his friend. And I want to speak and I want to talk to my spiritual sons and daughters all over the world today. I want to thank and I want to also speak to those who have come to receive me as their teacher. Listen very carefully. Gratitude is a spiritual force. Gratitude is a spiritual force that empowers you to scale higher. I am talking about the infrastructure of thanksgiving, the power of appreciation. Gratitude is a spiritual force that empowers you to scale higher. You want to make note of that. Gratitude is a spiritual force that empowers me to scale higher. You can't change to a higher level without gratitude. You may be looking forward to 2021, but I'm telling you, gratitude sets the pace for higher achievements. Gratitude sets the pace for a higher level and a higher dimension on living, you of living. You cannot change to a higher level without the understanding of the place of gratitude in your life. 
Ten people were healed, but only one returned to say thank you. Ten people were saved from the pandemic. Millions were saved from the pandemic, but only one returned to say thank you. And you know what? Jesus took note of that. Why did Jesus uh, take note of that? Psalm 92 verses 1 to 3 says, It is good to give thanks to God and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute, on the harp, with harmonious sound. Psalm 92, verses 1 to 3. And so, my question then is, why didn't the other nine return to give him thanks? Why didn't the other nine return to appreciate him? Praise the Lord. What do you think? Can you imagine what the world will look like if we all returned to say thank you? God will be pleased. Yes, God expects you to give appreciation. God expects you to say thank you. God expects you to return and say thank you. Even as we bring the year to a close, God expects you because he has spared your life. God expects you to return and say thank you. You are made in the image of God. You also expect appreciation. We teach our children to say please and we teach our children to say thank you. Yes, God expects to say thank you. God expects appreciation. You, made in the image of God, expect appreciation. I, as your pastor, I expect appreciation. I, as a father, expect appreciation. It is in God and God has placed that expectation in the heart of man. God values our praise and God values our thanksgiving. It is, he is actually motivated by it. God is motivated by your thanksgiving. Yes, thanksgiving motivates. Thanksgiving motivates and thanksgiving is a motivating force. When you return to say thank you, God Almighty and heaven is pleased. When your children return to say thank you, you are pleased. When you all give good things to your children and they just grab it and don't say thank you, you will always remind them what is the magic word. The magic word can either be please or it can be thank you. Praise the Lord. God expects you to show appreciation and gratitude despite all that you have been through. Gratitude is a spiritual force. When you return to share how much a message impacts you, and these are, there are various ways you can express your appreciation to God. I mean, as your pastor, for example, there are easy ways you can show your appreciation. When you return to say thank you, thank you, this message impacts me. I, as a preacher, I'm excited. Praise the Lord. When you return to say, this is how I have used this message. I am excited and motivated. Can you imagine how God feels when we return to say thank you? Can you imagine every time someone calls and says, Oh, pastor, 
Thank you for that message. I have applied that message and I, and I this is the testimony I'm getting out of it. Oh, I am growing in my faith. Wow, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's paused me to want to do more. Praise the Lord. When you hear a message, for example, and you give an offering, you are telling God, oh God, I have received your word. I believe your word. My faith, my faith is charged. I am full of expectation. And on the back of that, I am making this sacrifice. God Almighty is pleased. But then all ten cleansed. Where are the other nine? God Almighty is pleased. Because what you are saying is, I have received, what, what do you, what do you, what, do you know what that means? What you are saying is that I have received this message. I believe you for the expression of this message in my life. And because of that, I release my faith with a sacrificial seed. God is pleased. We all know how valuable money is. Some actually worship money in certain nations. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So for me as a messenger of the gospel, when you hear a message and the message blesses you and then you sow a seed, you are telling me, Pastor, I am growing in spirit. I am growing in the word and I believe God's word. And so it's an expression of your thanksgiving to God. Praise the Lord. When you honor the Lord, for example, with a tithe, you are saying, Lord, I thank you because you have given me the grace to earn. I may, not be where, I may not be where I ought to be, but this is the fruit. This is a seed from the works of my hands. And so your ties shows to God an appreciation of that which he has given to you. Praise the Lord. And so uh, as a pastor, I am, also, I am also encouraged when I see you grow in faith especially in the area of your finances, especially in the areas of your dedication, especially in the areas of your world, of the world life, especially in the areas of your prayer, of the prayers. And so seeing you, seeing you push through and to grow in spirit and grow in faith and grow in service, it's very, very encouraging and very, very motivating for me. Praise the Lord. And so your, and so your prayer life, your world life, it's one way of you saying, Lord, I thank you and I will keep on going and not give up. Yes, God expects you to give, the, to give appreciation. God expects you to show appreciation. Thanksgiving and appreciation will establish your blessings as permanent features in your life. I say that again. Thanksgiving and appreciation will establish your blessings as permanent features of your life. So ingratitude is a major reason for stagnation. Ingratitude. So you want to make sure throughout this period as we are coming to the end of the year that you do not, you do not show that you should not reflect yourself as an ingrate. Someone who is not grateful. So now if, you, if, you, if I ask you, are you a spiritual ingrate? What will you say? You probably say, oh no I'm not. I am grateful. But well, let us look at another word for ingrate. Demanding. Another word for ingrate means demanding. Ever constantly needing more and demanding more. You just place demand and demand and demand and demand and you never slow down to say, hey, I am grateful for what I have. Demanding. Another word for ingrate. Dissatisfied. 
That is, it is never enough and it can never be enough. Doesn't matter what God does in your life, it's never enough. We are talking about the power of appreciation. It's never enough. Another word for, uh, for Ingrid is fault finding. Doesn't matter how much you bless, it doesn't matter how much God blesses you, you always find fault. Doesn't matter how blessed you are, you always find fault. There, is, there will always be something wrong. You will always see that thing that is not working. 99, 99 things are working. That 1%, that one that is not working, you'll be so fixated by it. Fault finding. Another word for Ingrid, forgetful. Forgetful. That is, you just take, consume, forget. Grasp. That is, take, consume, forget. Take, consume, forget. That is the lifestyle of, an, of a spiritual ingrate. Grasping. That is always wanting more. Always wanting more. It's like um, a black hole in life. Always wanting more. Doesn't matter how much you get, you always want more. Now, there's a difference, that's the, there's a difference between that and, and, uh, and having a vision. But we are talking about dissatisfaction. Wanting more out of dissatisfaction is a sign of being an ingrate. Grumbling, another word for ingrate. Constantly whinging about what you don't have. That is grumbling. You just whinge, whinge and gripe, whinge and gripe over what you don't have. It's another indication of being an ingrate. Heedless, another word for being an ingrate. That is, you never respond to instructions or corrections. That's heedless. Synonyms. For Ingrid, heedless. Never respond to instructions or correction. Never accountable to no one, nobody. Heedless. Another word, insensible. That is, that is the only thing that makes sense to you is what you think. That's another word for being an Ingrid. That's not your portion in Jesus' mighty name. The only thing that makes sense to you is what you think. Oblivious, another word. Never conscious of the happiness around them. People who are oblivious, they are never conscious of the happiness around them. Self-centered, at least never gives us. Life is always about them. Life is always about them. Synonyms. For Ingrid. Selfish. They take more than they give. They consume more than they create. Praise the Lord. Unappreciative. That is, they have entitlement mentality. End of the year. God has spared your life. End of the year. Over 50,000 people have died as a result of this virus. And yet, some will still struggle to say it's been a great year. Praise the Lord. 
A man who does not give thanks does not move forward, no matter how much he prays. A man who does not give thanks cannot move forward, no matter how much he prays. A man who does not have the ability to see God in every situation cannot move forward, no matter how much he prays. I said, I want to speak to you as a man speaks to his friend. It takes gratitude to become great. It takes gratitude to become great. A man that is not grateful does not live a, cannot live a great life. A man that is not grateful cannot live a great life. So until we thank God for where we are, we cannot move to where we are meant to be. Until we thank God genuinely from the bottom of our hearts for where we are, we cannot move to where we are meant to be. Praise the Lord. Now let's look at the power of appreciation. Uh, we want to look at the purpose of appreciation. We want to look at the patterns of appreciation and the power of appreciation. So until talking about the purpose of appreciation, until you thank God for where he has brought you, he will not take you to where he has planned for you. Until you thank God for where he has brought you, where you are now, he will not take you to where he has planned for you. Extremely important. So your struggles will reduce and your glory will show when you live a life of eternal gratitude. Your struggles in life will reduce and your glory will begin to show when you learn what it means to genuinely give, talk, give God thanks. Every time the devil reminds you of what God has not done, you should show the enemy what God has already done. Every time the devil reminds you of what God has not done, show him what God has already done. Praise the Lord. That is exactly what we found in the life of David in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 34 to 37. When David's capacity for conquering Goliath was questioned, he told them what God has already done in his life. When Saul questioned David's ability to engage with Saul, David reminded Saul what God has done in his life. We look at verse 34. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. Praise the Lord. So every time the devil reminds you of what God has not done, tell the devil what God has already done. Praise the Lord. And so the purpose of appreciation and, and thanksgiving will include, number one, we are commanded to give thanks to God at all times and in every situation as one of the perfect will of God for us. 
First Thessalonians 5, verse 18. It says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So we are commanded. We are commanded to give thanks to God at all times and in every situation. It is a spiritual requirement. It's a, this has nothing to do with how you feel. This is a spiritual requirement. It is part of your requirement as a believer. And so you are commanded to give God thanks. You are commanded to praise him. Praise the Lord. And so that is the purpose of thanksgiving. Number two, to acknowledge that every good thing and blessing we enjoy in life has its source in God. Every time you appreciate God, every time you thank God, you are saying that every good thing and blessings you enjoy in this life has come from God. James chapter 1 verse 17. The Bible says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. That is why we give that is why we give him thanks all the time. That's why we praise his name all the time because every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. That is why we give an offering. That is why we give an offering after a message. That is why we pay a tithe. That is why we dedicate our children when they are born. That is why we dedicate our cars when we buy them. That is why we dedicate our homes. That is why we dedicate our houses when we buy them. Why? We are saying every good gift comes from God. We are acknowledging that God is the source of this gift. Praise the Lord. It is to acknowledge that this good gift is from God. Hallelujah. And so that is, that is the purpose of thanksgiving, to acknowledge that every good thing and every blessing we enjoy comes from above. Number three, to acknowledge that the blessings we receive could not have been obtained by our own making or by our own hands. John chapter 3 verse 27 the Bible says, John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. This is the purpose of thanksgiving. To acknowledge that the blessings we have received or we are receiving could not have been obtained by our own making. That is the purpose of thanksgiving. And so when you are not grateful, we are not showing appreciation, you are invariably saying that you have achieved these things by yourself. So whatever you think, whatever you think you have comes from above. Everything you enjoy today comes from above. You have brought, you brought nothing to this world and certainly you are taking nothing away. If you like, be stingy. If you like, be selfish. I'm, I'm telling you, if you like, feed your own stomach. But at the end of the day, you take nothing away from this world. Naked you came, naked you are going. And so giving thanks to God is showing God and acknowledging that the blessings that you are enjoying or you have enjoyed, including the breath in your lungs, come from God and not your own making. Praise the Lord. 
Number four, the purpose of thanksgiving or the purpose of appreciation to indicate that we value the blessings of God greatly and that and this can serve as a platform for receiving greater blessing. I say that again, to indicate that we value the blessings of God. We greatly value the blessings of God and this can serve as a platform for greater blessing. And then we see that again in 1 Samuel 17, verse 37. David said, moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of these Philistines. And so I'm thanking God for what he did with the lion and what he did with the bear, and that is setting the stage for the defeat of this challenge that I see before me in the form of Goliath. Praise God. Number four, number five, to fulfill the scriptural requirement of how to make our request known to God. That is the purpose of appreciation, to fulfill the scriptural requirement of how to make our request known to God. Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God is faithful. So failure to give thanks and appreciate God also is, uh, comes with its own uh, negative side effects. But so you will see here, I've given you um, uh, five reasons why you must practice the art of gratitude. Five reasons why you must be grateful at all times. Praise the Lord. But failure to give thanks and to appreciate God also has some terrible effects in our lives. What does that mean? Number one, if you fail to give God thanks, it, will open, it can open the door for the enemy to attack you. Yes, that's the fact. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 47 and 48. It says, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything. Therefore, you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, and in need of everything. And he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. That is not your portion in the name of Jesus. But you must understand the implication of ingratitude. As a believer, you must understand the implication of ingratitude. If you are an ingrate or you do not practice the art of gratitude, you open the door for the enemy to attack. You open the door for the enemy to attack. The Bible says, he who lowers the hedge, the serpent will bite. And so you must know how to use gratitude to fortify your destiny. It opens the door for the enemy to attack. Praise the Lord. You see, I'm 54 years old. <laughs> Not that old. And I have been in ministry and uh, in Christian leadership for 23 years now. And I've been, and throughout my stint in the marketplace, I have seen many career professionals, Christians, 
God blesses them. God opens unusual doors. God promotes them. They get extremely wealthy. They get extremely comfortable. And then they forget God. They forget his kingdom. They start living as if through, they start living as though their own hands and skills have got them where they are. You know, today I, I, I look back and I see many of such individuals. They are no longer where they ought to be. I look at those many individuals today. They are now a shadow of their old self. Over the years, I have seen Satan, Satan attack, attack their industry, attack their career, attack their profession, rob them of their opportunities. And I'm telling you, sometimes I just look at these people today and my heart bleeds for them. Don't be like that. Gratitude is a spiritual force. Gratitude is a spiritual force. Lack of appreciation keeps God away from you and your affairs attract the enemy. Lack of appreciation can keep God away from you and your affairs can begin to attract the enemy. So, you must, so ingratitude right, has, has negative implications. And the second negative implication is that it, will, it can attract curses rather than blessings very easily. That will not be your portion in Jesus' mighty name. But you must understand the implication and the demand that God places on appreciation. Malachi chapter 2, verses 1 to 1 and 2. It says, And now, O prince, O priest, this commandment is for you. If you will not hear, and if you will not take it to heart, to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts. He said, I'm talking to you as a priest. And you know, the death of Jesus on the cross makes you and I priests and kings in Christ. And he's saying, if you will not hear and if you will not take it to heart to give glory to my name, that's how important appreciation is. If you will not take it to heart, if you will not hear, if you will not hear what I am teaching you right now, that you must learn to put your feelings aside and give God praise and give God gratitude despite all that you have been through this year. He said, if you will not hear and if you will not take it to heart to give glory to my name, despite how you feel, says the Lord of hosts. He said, I will send a curse, not the enemy, not the devil. God is saying, I will send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessing. Yes, I have cursed them already because you do not take it to heart. Listen very carefully. I said I want to speak to you as a father. Take it to heart today. Take it to heart today to praise God despite how you feel about how this year has gone. Take it to heart today to celebrate him this month despite how you feel about the pandemic, despite how you feel about the lockdown. Take it to heart today that your spiritual father, your pastor, your teacher, your mentor has spoken to you on behalf of God. That you should take it to heart and give him all the glory because 
you can still hear me. There is no life in the grave. You can still hear me. You are still standing. You can still comprehend. So celebrate this month. Celebrate this year. And my God will visit you in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Number three, it is a form of pride and it can lead to destruction when you fail to genuinely from the bottom of your heart. You know God sees the heart of all men. So whether you are truly and sincerely grateful, I can't measure it. I cannot measure it, but God can measure it. If you are genuinely grateful, I cannot, no man can measure it. But God that sees the heart of all men can measure it. So it is a form of pride and it can lead to destruction if you do not genuinely, genuinely praise him for the life he has given to you and sparing your life up to this moment. Acts chapter 12, verses 21 to 23. It says, So on a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and gave an oration to people. And the people kept shouting, the voice of a God and not of a man. The voice of a God and not of a man. Verse 23. Then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give glory to God. And he was eaten by worms and died. So this scripture tells us that King Herod was eaten by worms because he did not give glory to God. He did not appreciate God. He donned himself in a royal apparel, but failed to acknowledge the place of heaven in his life. So many people are suffering because they did not give all the glory to God or they did not lay it to heart to give God thanks for whatever blessings that came their way. So we should give God thanks no matter how small the blessing is. We should appreciate him no matter how small the blessing is. Doesn't matter what we have been through this year, we should appreciate God. And I pray that the grace to thank him genuinely, I pray that that grace rests upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. I want to stop there today. And first and foremost, I want to just pray for you that even as you look back to this year, I want to pray that God Almighty will highlight all the things you should be grateful to God for. And I pray that God Almighty will visit you with a strong hand as you appreciate him for life and as, you, and as you appreciate him for all that you have been through this year in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the adoration. Father, we thank you. Lord, I pray, oh Lord, that in the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, that you will open the eyes of your children today, that they will see all that they need to give you thanks for in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that indeed, uh, even as we do so this month, Lord, you will visit everyone under the sound of my voice in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we give you all the glory 
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the family say, Amen. The grace to appreciate God, let his grace rest upon you. The grace to see only that which is good in your life. I pray that this grace rest upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.